With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Weekend baseball, in my opinion, is the best baseball. Welcome to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me as always, the one and only, the man behind it all. He is Ryan Horvath. How you doing, brother? Cody, I'm great. Like you said, excited for some weekend baseball. The weather warming up here so I can watch some games outside. I got my TV set up, so I'm excited for the weekend, man. Hopefully we uh, pick some winners. We got some good ones today. We got a lot of picks for this weekend. A lot of good series that I'm excited for. I cannot wait to talk about them. Uh, Not to mention, we're going to start the show a little differently. We're just going to talk about what we've learned thus far in Major League Baseball. It's only, what, we're going into week, what, three coming up? Week four? It's very, very early in the season. It would be the full month of the season, but obviously with the late start to the season and this being the final day of April, I believe, or is tomorrow the final day of April? I I can't tell anymore. Great question. I have no idea. I know that the first is coming up soon because that's when I have to pay all my bills and I have to pay for $350 worth of parking just to go to work. But I'm not going to complain about that here on the BetMGM MLB podcast, which is powered by BetQL, of course. $350, Cody, to go to work and park in a parking garage. Well, that's lovely. I'm so glad that's covered by by the company. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, anyways. Hey, I found a hack, though, so check this out. BetMGM. Shout out to BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, because here's what they let me do. So we work right down the street from Nats Park. So what I do is if I just go in there and talk to any of the guys, the manager there, all great guys, talk to Robbie, I just say, hey, man, I'm going to park my car because they have parking there and they'll validate it. So what I'm probably going to do is I'm not going to park at Odyssey anymore. I'm actually going to park at MGM every single day, place a small little bet, even if it's like a Wednesday, you know, and. I'll do a little small home run prop, even if I have nothing. They'll validate my parking. So actually, let me shout out the fine folks over at uh, BetMGM who uh, have been helping me out. I love it. I absolutely love it. We're going to be talking all about these games coming up, and there are some serious rivalry games coming up. We've got Mets and Phillies. We got, I mean, we got the classic rivalry that is the Arizona Diamondbacks and St. Louis Cardinals. But, of course, we do get Cubs Brewers for those fans in the Midwest. Lots of good baseball ahead of us. But first things first, let's talk about what we've learned thus far. Um, And we'll start with you because there is something you've learned, and I've learned something very similar. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, so I'm going to get into the thing that we talked about off the pod. But first, let me start with something that I've learned. My favorite bet in Major League Baseball. We talked about the home run props. I have not had good luck with the home run props. 
the K props, I've been like 60-40. I'm hitting 60% this year, so I remain a big fan of the strikeout props, especially when Dylan Cease is on the mound. But my new favorite bet, and I only try to pick these spots like twice a week. I gave out one last week, are the no runs in the first inning. And what I've learned is if you just target certain guys, circle certain guys, you could have pretty good success with this bet. Now, I wouldn't do it in you know three, four games per day, but Frankie Montez is on the mound, and I know we're going to preview that game coming up a little bit later on. But he's 37-10 and 10 to the no run in the first inning since 2020, 21-3 at home. 3-1 and one against the Guardians, who he's going to face today. So the no runs in the first inning have become my favorite thing, man. Even better, I like those more than I like the first five unders because you sit there, you watch one inning of baseball, and you get yourself paid. The other thing I learned, you know, last year when the Cubs sold off all their parts at the deadline, I made up something on the show called Operation Fade the Cubs because it was such a terrible brand of, bas uh, of baseball uh, that they were throwing on the field. You know, that lineup didn't know any of those guys. So we were fading them pretty much every single night, regardless of the price on the run line. This year, the Cubs, they've been competitive at times. So the new team in the NL Central, it's not the Pittsburgh Pirates, it's the Cincinnati Reds. They're 3-16. and 16. <laughs> So if you've bet against the Reds 19 times this season, you've made profit 16 of those times. You could go with against the run line. Yesterday was the first time all season, Cody, I actually bet the Reds. I thought it was a favorable matchup with Malley on the mound going against the Padres on getaway day. And they were actually small favorites. It was pretty much a pick -em. They closed at minus 110. The Padres were plus 108, I believe. And the Reds lose that game 7-5. to five. So I keep saying on the show, we can't just keep betting against the Reds. It can't be this easy. They're a Major League Baseball club. I love Joey Votto, but that is a terrible team. I'm not even overreacting. That might be the worst team in baseball history, man. They're awful. Keep fading the Cincinnati Reds. 3-16 and 16 this year. I'm going to take it a step further. And this is what I've learned. And it's not just the Reds. In fact, it's not just the NL Central, which has been the worst division in Major League Baseball by far, yes. in that there are five teams in the NL Central, and four of them are below 500. I'm sorry, the AL Central. The NL Central, you have three of yeah. those teams below 500, which means in the right. Central of all of Major League Baseball, you have 10 teams, there are three above 500. I'm not fading the Reds. I'm fainting middle America, ladies and gentlemen, the entire center of the United States, with the exception of basically not even three teams, really two teams, because I'm still a little hesitant to believe the Brewers are really pulling it together right now. That offense scares me. Yeah, the pitching is phenomenal, but that offense still does not feel comfortable to me, especially when you have an offense in the division that is better, like the St. Louis Cardinals. And I would even say the Cubs might even have a better offense than them. And that's something I did not expect myself to say three weeks ago. Yeah, the Central's been terrible, especially the AL Central. My goodness, look at these records. I mean, yeah, we talked about the Reds in the NL Central being 3-16, and 16, but above that, you got the Pirates at 8-11 and 11 actually putting together a competitive team at the moment. At the moment, I do want to say, not for the whole season. But right now, 8-11, I, I didn't think the Pirates are going to win eight games by July. So I got to call this an absolute win for Pittsburgh. Then you got the Cubs, also 8-11, which is right exactly around where I expected them to be right now. And the Cardinals are actually playing a lot better than I expected. I expected their yeah. pitching to not be good enough, but their offense has just been so good, and their pitching has done a pretty good job. A guy that I was fading early on was Miles Michaelis, and Miles has looked really, really good thus far. Um, but also on yeah. top of that, I mean, just look at the AL. I mean, the AL Central, this is just, 
This is a dumpster fire at the moment. You you got the Royals currently at seven and ten. The White Sox, who should have you know have only you should have lost maybe five games thus far, are currently right. sitting at seven and eleven, even with their injuries. Uh, the Guardians seven and twelve. The Tigers, who are a good baseball team, are six and twelve. The Central is bad at the moment. And I will think I do think that a few of these teams will turn around. Like the Tigers are going to do just fine. The White Sox are going to win a ton of games this year. It's going to be fine, and it is early. Still, again, it's April. We're not even May yet. And by the way, it's also a condensed April because we also miss a week and a half of the season to start the year. So, is there panic? No, there shouldn't be. But you know on the south side everybody's panicking like crazy, even though they shouldn't. Really, what they should do is just pump the brakes, realize it's going to be a long season, but for this next week, I'm fading the Central, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I am actually one of those people, and I'm a Cubs fan, but I do have a couple tickets on the Chicago White Sox, and I laid the really chalky price, minus 190. There was a minus 200 out there at one point for them to win the AL Central, and I was like, I don't care because this team's going to win 100 games this year. Nothing's holding them back. The injuries concern me. You know, La Russa concerns me at times, but I think they're going to be fine. I hope they're going to be fine. That's the bet that I've made that worries me the most, man. My angels look great. I've already burned the Phillies ticket in my mind. I mean, it's still open, but the Mets, Mets could win the World Series. We'll talk about them later. Hey, one thing that I've noticed, and I wanted to get your opinion on this, because you know what I've been doing? Uh, I mentioned how I've been playing the no runs in the first inning once or twice per week. Another thing I've been doing is live betting unders rather than playing full game unders pre-flop. And first five unders have actually been costing me a little bit. So let's talk about where the offense is when in Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about the ba- actual baseball here in a second. But if you bet $100 on every closing line under this season in Major League Baseball, you'd be plus 16% return on investment and up about $3,800 in three weeks of baseball just betting unders. But first fives are actually down this year. Like if you blindly bet the first five, first five unders all season, you would be down money this year. You'd be negative 3.8% return on investment. And that's because for some reason, totals have totally died down after the fifth inning. Nobody could hit anybody's bullpen this season. There's been 237 games played, I believe, in Major League Baseball, something like that, maybe a couple more since I looked at this. And the run distributions are down more than ever. So what is it, man? Is it just the dead baseball? And then the other thing is we're seeing guys get hit. Pete Alonzo, I've seen him get hit in the head twice already this year. Um, who was it? Chris Bassett that just talked about this the other day about the baseballs. Like they're hard to throw. Guys are getting hit. So let's start with the lack of offense and then kind of go into these guys getting hit. What's going on with the baseball and what do they need to do to fix this? Because it's very noticeable. We all know what's going down. Uh, what's Major League Baseball going to do about this? Well, one, they need to get some consistency with the ball itself. Two, there yeah. needs to be transparency with the ball itself, which has been a massive problem on Major League Baseball's end. The the lack of transparency over this is really making a potential non-issue a massive issue. You know, just ignoring and pretending there isn't a problem in itself is a massive, massive problem. So, yeah, what do they need to do? They need to get some consistency with the baseballs. They honestly need to work with the players' union, both the hitters and the pitchers, to find a comfortable medium with a ball that can work for the pitchers, that has the right amount of tackiness that they can control the baseball, but is also lively enough that, as I've heard Will Middlebrooks describe it, it's like hitting a roll of socks at the moment. Like, that's not a good description of a major league baseball um, especially when you're a league that really wants to produce more offense to get a little more excitement in the game. Uh, th- this has been a very odd thing. and you, We saw last year you Darvish bring back a Japanese baseball to some of his teammates that has a little natural tackiness to it, and they love it. And keep in mind, 
whether guys are getting hit on purpose or not, you know, we mentioned the Mets are getting hit a lot. Pete Alonso in the head twice. Now, that is not a good look, but I have to believe they're not headhunting these guys and these were accidents. Right. But if you keep getting hit in the head, your team's going to react. Someone's going to throw at somebody, which we saw the other day. So, really, we just have a whole brawl that took place. Guys are getting suspended. Guys can get seriously hurt. And it's all based off of basically bad baseballs at the very root of the very small... It's like the seed of the problem. Is the fight, Did the fight happen because of the baseballs? No. But it's the first seed that was planted, and now it just grew into this ridiculous tree of a fight that we had the other day. Exactly. And we've seen this all season long. We saw this a couple weeks back in the Cubs-Brewers series, actually, where the Cubs have been hit you know, so many times by the Brewers. But the Brewers have actually been hit by the Cubs pretty much just as many times here the last six, seven years. And then there's the retaliation, which I don't always love because like we see it, you know, like pitchers, it's hard enough right now to throw strikes. I don't really like guys intentionally hitting guys because that ball slips, you hit somebody in the head. You know, we've seen some serious stuff like Chris Bryant a couple of years ago, like he wasn't the same for an entire year. Um, but going back to it, man, so unders this year, if you're just betting unders, 222, 152, they're hitting at a 59% clip right now. The best team, if you just bet Guardians unders, they're seven and five. The Reds seven five and one in their last thirteen. So the Guardians and the Reds, if you're just betting unders on those two teams, you've been in the money, man. But 222, 152, and 20 pushes, so a 59% run for unders in Major League Baseball. Not a whole lot of offense right now, so we'll see what happens there. My personal favorite thing that I've been playing lately has been, well, one, I love prop bets. Obviously, I've never been quiet how much I love strikeout props. I'm not I'm not very big on home run props, but I will freely admit the most fun prop to play is a home run prop because you do not know joy and excitement until you hit a home run prop at plus 590. Trust me, it's the greatest feeling in the world, and you feel like Nostradamus because... Really, you didn't predict it. It is borderline chaos theory, and you just happen to land on the right dot. But it's so much fun. I honestly, this is how I always equate home run props. I always equate them to like a craps table. You know, craps is a game that's very evenly matched between the house and the player. But the field, when you're throwing it out, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out for a hard four, you know, like throwing out yeah. $1. That's what a home run prop is. You're throwing out a hard four. It's not likely it's going to hit, but when it does, man, are you having a great day. That's why I do enjoy home run props. I love telling people not to take them, and then I tell them to take three of them. But my favorite yeah. prop to take is, believe it or not, total bases. Total bases, I feel like a lot, I mean, a lot of books just give it away because the lines are very strange with total bases and they're usually, they're usually hit. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite bet. If we, uh, we did the podcast last Friday and it was Nick Castellanos, it was over one and a half total bases and he doubles in his second at bat and it's like, boom, bet one. And you look at, because there's so much information there, you know, you have obviously uh, career matchup against said pitcher, pitchers matchup against said hitter. If you're looking at the strikeout props, so that's why I do like the props a lot. Uh, love them. And then I completely agree with you on the home run prop. Like when you hit them, they're great. It's like going to the horse races and picking an outright horse and you pick the underdog with the crazy odds and he actually wins the race and you feel like a genius. Like Juan Soto, like opening week, he was plus 350, plus 400. I was getting four to one odds on him and Homer. I think he was, at the time, I thought he was going to be the NL MVP on a really bad team. He homers. I hit that bet. I give it out. I feel really good about it. I go back to the well a week later, and now all of a sudden Juan Soto's hitting like 180 because there's no protection in that lineup, and they're just pitching him around, pitching around him. So he never even sees he never sees anything. So 
That's the hard part, is just picking guys to homer. But I love the strikeout props, and total bases is the way to go, man. I've been playing those quite a bit. Yeah, and guys, we're going to talk about all these props and bets when we come right back here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. We're going to talk about the AL side of the weekend, and there is a matchup taking place on Friday night that is basically a heavyweight title contender. Oh, my God, I cannot wait to see these two go at it. And we're going to talk about it right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. BetQL. 